Namaste. Welcome to the third part of this series. Last two series, we looked at pride, anger, desire and greed. This series is titled, The Secret Revealed. So in this final session, we will find out what this secret is and how it relates to the four things we saw in the past two sessions. So Yaksh asked Yudhishthir a question, Kaha Panthaha, what is the path? Now the previous questions were a bit clear to understand the questions, what they meant, what was being asked and so on. This question, Kaha Panthaha, what is the path, seems a bit vague. I mean, what could the path mean? Is it the path that takes you to the shopping center or to the dentist? Is it the path that takes you to the car park? It's none of these. Yudhishthir understood the import of the question and gave the answer to Yaksh. Mahajano yena gataha sapanthaha. The path great people have followed is the path. So the secret is a person. And the path is the life they live. This is what we will be seeing today. We're trying to find out who this person is, what type of person this is, what path they have given us. So who is a great person? In Sanskrit, it is said, manas yekam, Vachas yekam, karman yekam, mahatmanam. Means, manas yekam means thoughts. Vachas yekam means speech. Karman yekam means behavior. And mahatmanam means great person. So what this Sanskrit slok is saying is a great person is one for whom his thoughts, what he says and what he behaves like, the type of life he leads, they're all aligned. There's no difference between them. Now we don't see this in the world around us, in the people around us. You know, somebody may think something but may, may not say it. Sometimes people say something, but they don't do it. So we find this imbalance between the three. And that's basically the life of a, a typical person. You, what you think in your mind, you will speak. So you don't have any private, hidden... You don't have thoughts that you'd be ashamed of revealing to people. Because your thoughts are very pure. Because your thoughts are very pure, obviously what you say will be very pure. 
and you are a type of person that what they say is how they behave. You know, we hear of this thing, people breaking promises that they give. So a great person would not do that. If they promise something, they fulfill it. If they say something, they will do it. So a great person is for whom all these three things are aligned. Now it's very difficult to align these three. Yeah. It's only a person who is free of pride, anger, desire, greed and other faults can have all three aligned. It's a very hard thing to do. But the person who does that is called a great person. In the Gita, in chapter 2, slok number 54, Arjun asks Sri Krishna Bhagwan, Who is a person of stable mind? How does that person talk, sit, walk? Arjun is basically asking about the person and the life of that person. Sri Krishna Bhagwan, in the subsequent sloks, goes on to explain to Arjun, such a person is called Stit Pragna. And the life that that person lives is free of pride, anger, desire, etc. Stit Pragna is a person of a completely stable mind. Such a person is very spiritually elevated. Such a person is a God-realized person. Such a person's life is exemplary. It is a guideline for us, the type of life that we should be living. Basically, we can consider this type of person, the great person, stit pragna person, as the ideal role model for us. Somebody to look up to, somebody to get guidance from, of the type of life that we should be living, how we should be behaving. Such a God-realized sadhu was His Holiness, Pramukh Swami Maharaj. He was free of pride, of anger, of desire and greed. And he led a life of service to humanity, love for all, compassion, humility, selflessness and so on. In fact, he often used to say, in the joy of others lies our own. And Pramukh Swaimara just didn't say this, he actually lived by it throughout his life. Many people have come into the contact of Pramukh Maharaj's life. Many people have experienced divinity, spirituality, peace of mind in his presence. Former Jain Acharya of Terapant, Acharya Sri Mahapragnaji, said, Pramukh Swami Maharaj's life is an extraordinary example of love and harmony. If the entire nation 
where to take cue from him and live by those standards, it would solve all our problems. Dr. L. M. Singhvi, who was the former High Commissioner in the United Kingdom, said, Meeting such a God-realized sadhu gives meaning to one's life. How many people we find out there, you know, they're called lost. They don't know what to do, where to go. Life is a big maze. It's a puzzle. They see life as a ball of thread that's all tangled up and they're to try and unravel it. And it seems impossible to do. So people like Pramukhswami give meaning to our life. They show us the direction. They show us the means. They show us the way. It is interesting that people from all walks of life, all over the world, have praised Pramukhswami Maharaj on his work, life and spirituality. We will hear some of them, though many more we can read for ourselves on the website pramukhswami.org. This website was made after he passed away as a tribute to his life and work. Former Chief Justice, Gujarat High Court, India, Justice B.J. Divan said, Despite being the president of BAPS, I have seen Swamishri perform menial seva in Sarangpur. I am the president of this organization. I cannot perform such ordinary tasks. This kind of pride doesn't exist even in the deepest corner of his mind. He doesn't have the slightest trace of ego. Dr. Rowan Williams, who was the former Archbishop of Canterbury in the United Kingdom, and he came into the contact of Pramukh Swami Maharaj, and after his meeting, this was his experience. He said, Pramukh Swami Maharaj's life is an example of spiritual beauty. Revenge and vengeance are never to be seen in his life. We see beauty in the world around us, in nature, a sunset, sunrise, maybe mountains and hills, and so on, the ocean. But to see spiritual beauty in a person, that's a different thing. That person has to be God-realized so that people can experience spiritual beauty in that person. Pujya Swami Chinmayanandji of India, who was the formal spiritual head of Chinmaya Mission, said, Pramukh Swami Maharaj is a God-realized sadhu. His presence rids people of their materialistic desires. An American member of Congress, 
Rob Woodle said of Pramukh Swami, selfless, humble, tireless. Those are the words that describe Pramukh Swami Maharaj. Continuing about Pramukh Swami Maharaj, he said, inspiring countless individuals to lead better lives. A very interesting book to read about the virtues and life of Pramukh Swami Maharaj is Eternal Virtues. This is a book that highlights the different incidents in Pramukh Swami Maharaj's life, throughout his life. And in these incidents, we can see that he is free of pride, he is free of anger, he is free of materialistic desires, he is free of greed, and that he has these virtues of selflessness, humility, compassion, altruism, service to humanity. It's a small book, but it highlights the life of a great person. Dr. A.P.J. Abdul Kalam, who was the former president of India, a very well-respected president, a highly educated scientist who had contributed a lot to the space program of India. Dr. A.P.J. Abdul Kalam came into the contact of Pramukh Swami Maharaj in the year 2000 and in his 15-year journey in his 15-year journey with Pramukh Swami he describes in a book which he dedicated to Pramukh Swami Maharaj called Transcendence in this book, Dr. Kalam describes, for me, it's a 15-year travel, beautiful spiritual journey. After the opening of Delhi Akshardham, and he saw this golden murti of Bhagwan Swaminarayan, and the work that he's seen Pramukh Saimara doing over the years, he felt he wanted to dedicate a book to Pramukh Swami Maharaj. He wanted to call it Transcendence because he felt that this 15-year journey with Pramukh Swami Maharaj has elevated him to a different level of life. He used to say that Pramukh Swami Maharaj has put him into a spiritual orbit this book is also a very interesting read and in his 15 years of meeting Swamiji and talking to him and interacting with him and his experiences in this book what did he feel? what did he learn? what did he gain from Pramukh Sai Maharaj? Swamiji, I saw your great day when Akshardham was inaugurated New Delhi. Akshardham, New Delhi. 
Yamuna River, near the river of Yamuna It's a beautiful sight. On the inauguration day, all leaders were there. Everybody talked. Everybody talked. Five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes. You just got up, looked in front of Hachadam, and you didn't speak. That means creation. You say this God's creation. That is the great day. I said I must write a book. Your life's a great life, and you have brought out in that book the great life, purposeful life. Divine life. I have written this book. You are a great teacher. You are a great teacher. You are a great teacher. Teacher, I learnt. Remove I. Remove me. That's a great lesson I learned. Many people have had their lives transformed in association with Pramukh Swami Maharaj. People who have led ordinary walks of life, people who have left, lived in villages, people who have had big positions in society, People who have lived, you know, in big houses in Western countries, anybody, anywhere, have looked to Pramukh Swami Maharaj for guidance, to get meaning to their life. Whenever they face problems, they would either ring or physically meet, and if that wasn't possible, they would write a letter asking about his guidance, seeking his guidance. Throughout his life, more than 800,000 people have written to Pramukh Swami Maharaj. And each letter Pramukh Swami Maharaj has read very carefully and given full attention to. He has responded to every single letter. How many times has a person received a text message or a WhatsApp message or an email and not bothered to respond to it? Sometimes feeling, oh, this is too much. You know, how many should I respond to? Not even acknowledging, say, a thank you for receiving that message. That's not what Pramukh Swami Maharaj was like. He responded to all 800,000 letters. Once he received a letter and the writing was not legible, so he asked the sadhu who helps him with this letter writing, the, could he read it? That sadhu couldn't read it either. So that does not mean that Swami threw the letter away and that's it. Yeah. He followed up on it. 
he said to that sadhu, contact this person, because obviously in the letter that comes, the address is there. Contact this person and mention that Swami has received your letter, but unfortunately he's not able to read the handwriting. Could you resend your problem with bit better handwriting? Now, on average, Swami used to receive 40 to 50 letters a day. And he used to respond to 40 to 50 letters a day. In fact, he used to say, it's probably a management principle, he used to say, the daily work should be done on the day. Because if you leave it pending for the next day, it just accumulates and accumulates and then there's a backlog and you get bogged down and then you get frustrated and you say, I don't want to do it anymore. So we would see Swamiji writing letters, maybe waiting at the railway station for the train or at the gate waiting to board a plane. We would see him reading these letters while even traveling. Once he went to a mandir for darshan and on the way back to his residence, it was just a five-minute journey. But even that five minutes he didn't waste. He got the letters from the sadhu that helps him with this letter writing and asked if there's any letters to read, he asked him. And those two letters he read on the way back in the car. So. Wherever he gets an opportunity, he would get involved in this letter writing. That in itself shows how much he cares for the people. How much he considers their problems to be his problems. That he wants to help them. And this is the experience that all these people have had. Which I mentioned we can read much more on pramukhswami.org. That you know his compassion his love for humanity, his concern for people, his selflessness. Swami never lived a life for himself. His life was totally for other people. Just like that saying he said, in the joy of others lies our own. If somebody receiving a letter from Swami brings a smile to that person's face because it has answered his question, it also brought a smile to Pramukhsai Maharaj's face. And the fact that throughout his life he's answered 800,000 letters, that in itself is a statement about his concern, compassion for people. This comes from the fact that he's a God-realized sadhu, that God works through him. He considers this as part of his service to humanity. So Pramukhsai Maharaj has shown people how to live a life, a spiritual life, how to have God in their life to give them guidance. Basically he has shown them the path. His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, has said in a very nice sentence, there is an ideal for all mankind. 
His name is Pramukh Swami Maharaj. <laughs>